welcome to Smithy Talk Sport episode 2. This is going to be a Six Nations preview podcast that will be in six parts, looking at each team individually, and they will be released daily until the weekend. Joining me today are Tom. Happy to be here. Archie. Pleasure. And welcoming back, Sean. Great to be back. Okay, uh, welcome back. Uh, on this episode of the Six Nations preview podcast, we will be talking about Scotland. Um, I think they had an alright World Cup without being good, but there was definitely things to work on. Um, I guess the biggest story coming into the Six Nations is that Finn Russell, arguably one of their best players, um, just discipline hasn't been good uh, at training camp and he's gone back to wrestling. Um, it'll be, <laughs> be interesting to see see what, what they do about that, missing their be- one of their best players and arguably their playmaker. Um, yeah, uh, what does everyone think of Scotland's uh, Scotland's hopes for the tournament? Sort of just going back to Finn Russell, I think yeah, it's sort of like a Danny Cipriani situation. Like sort of, he's not. Um, Gregor Townsend was saying it's about the team. Yeah. Um, and if the, uh, the team's got to come first, um, no matter how good one player is, yeah, yeah exactly. he has to gel with the rest of the team, and he clearly hasn't. He, he looks like he's been a bit of an idiot about the whole thing. Um, so yeah, I, but I, I, it'd be interesting to see how um, Adam Hastings does to try and like to step up and whether he can perform as well um, as as Russell. Yeah, yeah, he has been for Glasgow. Um, he had a okayish uh, World Cup. Like, like touching on that Cipriani scenario, it's funny to, uh, how it turns out that when Cipriani left Wasps for uh, the Rebels. Australia, uh, that sort of had that immaturity had effect on him, and when he came back, he hadn't played for the country up until two years ago for the South Africa job. Brilliant. Um, and the same for Russell, he's gone to France, obviously making a lot of dough. Yeah, um, a lot of money. Yeah, so I think he, that immaturity sort of. Yeah, him. I think as you said possibly the other day, um, he, has, he has a lot less pressure on at, at wrestling, so he he sort of gets pressures off, he can play as he wants, do do what he wants, but when he goes back to the national team, um, it's sort of uh, a, a lot more lot more pressure, obviously, a lot more pressure to perform, and he is known as one of their best players, um, and if he doesn't perform, then there's a lot more, uh, lot more riding on that. <coughs> <coughs> I think it'll be interesting to see how Stuart Hogg does as a, uh, as captain, um, whether he'll be whether he'll be able to effectively lead the lead the country from from fullback, um, obviously one of their best players alongside alongside Russell. Um, yeah, I mean one thing I would say is Scotland for the last five ten years they're like a maybe a new a newly team. Mm-hmm. It looks like yeah. they might have something going. Yeah, right. Then something goes wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think um, I think I think that's that's definitely that's definitely true. Um, they they sort of they've been they've been always always there or thereabouts in a few games, um, played some brilliant rugby, um, and sort of they they they've, they've had something that's gone. 
catastrophically badly for them and it's, it's put them back a bit. Um, yeah, I think we'll, will they be able to find something similar? Uh, this Six Nations, I think, I think certainly their Six Nations could go one of two ways. If I think if they beat Ireland, they could they could really do well. Um, but if they get dismantled or beaten by Ireland, like well, after more change in the coach, there's still a bit a bit of pressure on them now. Yeah, but they have they have to do something over the next few yeah. months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all depends on that Ireland game, but I think the the thing they need to aim for this Six Nations is getting that consistency. Yeah. Um, I think the for the last decade they've struggled with finding. Um, performance for every single game obviously last year and the year before you could argue last year on England's behalf it was sort of the psychological aspect that probably yeah. caused that loss uh, that draw but definitely in 2018 when they reclaimed the Calcutta Cup that's a very good strong performance. yeah I mean there've been there've been glimpses of brilliance in the Scotland mm. in the Scotland camp like like that England game and the comeback against England last year um, even against Japan, even against Japan, the World Cup they showed glimpses. Yeah. Ireland as well against Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's all just comfortable. It's it's sort of they they just they just need to find find they, that regular. They've got the players. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Players. I think that I think one one to watch definitely is uh, Rory Hutchinson. Yeah, which good player. Surprised England didn't sort of nab at, but he's definitely I I put him at I start him at centre. Yeah. I think along alongside. Um, Alongside uh, Hugh Jones, yeah, just for a bit of bulk. Um, Matt Damon with the large. Matt Damon, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, they've they've got. They're players. I think Sean Maitland, Duncan Taylor, <coughs> they definitely need to go get a bit of fresh blood in there. Yeah. Um, mm. the likes of Graham. Um, yeah, and then I, and I think I think Hobbit fullback are always on his day. Yeah, One of the best fullbacks yeah. in the world on his day. Yeah. Um, just I think if he, if, I think if he didn't get injured in the last ball, he would have started. Yeah, yeah. Like just, yeah, yeah, I just doubt the the captaincy for Hog is again for me is a weird weird choice, a bit like Sexton, because um, I think Hog can be a bit hot headed and especially just being just having a captain at fullback. I don't know, like my view of like a captain is someone that's really always in the mix, whereas how it's it'd be interesting to see how he can gauge the game. From being at fullback, and obviously he's going to need to be in the ref's ear a lot of the time. Mm, yeah. Um. So he'll need to be. It's about all about communication at the end of the day. He needs to communicate with yeah. um the the forwards especially. Um. I think yeah. it, it does seem it does seem. I mean, we haven't seen captain the side yet, but it does seem a bit like he's our best player given the captaincy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas again, they haven't had that consistency. Yeah. A captain. I mean, they had Nate Law for the last decade uh, or whatever. But um, for me, I'd, like Tom said, I'd, you can't, for me, you can't have <coughs> a captain in the backs. You have to have someone that's constantly yeah. in the ref space. So I go back to like Martin Johnson um, as like an ideal sort of captain, not for obviously for his character, but the position he was in yeah. as a lock, the majority of penalties. I'm not sure where the game will go in the next 10 years, but definitely for the last decade. Majority of penalties have been like scrum related. Yeah. Related. I think I think sort of you, you might you might see this Six Nations Scotland defending the ref blowing up for a penalty and just hog running from his deep position yeah. to get in the ref's ear. Yeah. Which yeah. which will be 
<laughs> which might be ideal because yeah. then then if the, the other team switched on yeah. can make the most of that so um, also, also, also yeah. as, a, as a spectator problem uh, was watching a, uh, a game a few weeks ago and Austin Healy said they were, they were talking about him and Ben Cave talking about changes they wanted yeah. for the next decade uh, I think it was like the first games after New Year and Austin Healy uh, I don't normally like Austin Healy no neither but <laughs> He did make a fair point by saying what he wanted to see removed was players whenever there's a penalty either in the rucks, scrums, players like backs, wingers, fullbacks running in yeah. and celebrating. Yeah. Just slowing down time. And I think with Hogg, especially at fullback, that's just gonna that's, slow the game yeah. down again. Mm. I think I think that I, I agree in most cases, but there is the odd there is the odd occasion when I, I don't mind seeing that like if it's sort of a backs to wall defending a three point lead or something in the seventy fifth minute where and they win a penalty at the scrum or something like that when they've been on the back foot that then like that's that's like almost as good as like a big try saving tackle or something like yeah. that. But um well, I don't think there needs to be at the extent where no. sort of the water boys come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> definitely <laughs> that's, not. That, that's <laughs> another thing is that people training on the try line as well. That I think a lot of people find that irritating. that irritates <laughs> we're gonna go on the tangent a bit, but yeah. yeah. Quite a Scotland issue, but <laughs> no, <laughs> in general, but yeah, true, like, yeah, like, like, but certainly going back to Hogg, it'll be interesting to see his his style of captaincy, uh, whether whether uh, it might it might work brilliantly for him. He might be able to sort of see see the game from afar and sort of know and pick up on an odd weakness or something like that, and 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 tell his tell his team that this is what we need to uh, concentrate on. But then equally, it might. It's like a game. Individual, individual player. It doesn't do with leadership qualities. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. If it's temporary, that even the Six Nations, even if ju- they just have him in just for that block, they may develop him as a player. Yeah. And then they can put in a captain into next year. Yeah. 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 I, d- I don't know who have. Uh, maybe uh, Johnny Gray. He's yeah. Every sort of consistent forward. That sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, I saw. Um. I saw. He's. Uh, He's gone to he's gone to Exeter, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. signed up. Um, yeah. He, I saw a stat that he's made ninety nine percent of all his tackles mm. that he attempted. Yeah. Um, playing club, playing club rugby. Well, like, it, yeah. Just defensively, that's. They've obviously got the money. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I'd say just about Scotland in general is that we talk about you know Johnny Gray, Ben Russell, Stuart Hogg. They almost seem like a team of individuals, but not a team. Um, I don't know where that comes from. That might, I want, what could be wrong, but it might be something to do with the way their clubs work. The fact that there are you know, only two clubs playing at top flight, mm-hmm. um, top flight club rugby at Edinburgh and Glasgow. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a bit. It'd be really interesting to see how they do. Yeah. Um, just to finish again, uh, predictions for position. I'm gonna go fifth. So thank you very much for listening uh, to this part of the Six Nations Preview Podcast.